This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. Now, a special presentation. Reaction and analysis of the debate. From the Blaze Radio Network. Doc Thompson, along with Skip Lacomb and Jay Severin, offering you post-debate coverage, commentary, and mockery. Decision 2016. Campaign Death Watch. All right, uh, I'm calling it now. Uh, our campaign death watch. We've been waiting to see who's likely to, to officially hang it up, that their campaign is dead. And after tonight's debate, I'm, I'm going to say it's John Kasich whose campaign is dead. Uh, Jay Severin, are you riding with me on that? To the degree, Doc, <clears throat> that whether you are conservative in your mm-hmm. fundamental outlook still matters for conservatives who make up the people who vote in Republican primaries. So kind of, duh, you know, I think it will be an enormous influence, even if not uh, manifesting itself in the traditional sense. Uh, You can't be a a rhino, you can't be a liberal, and win a a conservative primary in conservative states among conservative voters. Uh, Thus, I agree, Kasich first and Paul next. I think uh, I cannot believe how Kasich managed to to hammer the final nails in his <laughs> own coffin tonight. Completely imploding his own campaign. When, when he comes out and says, yes, I'll bail out banks, essentially, and tries to wrap it under, well, I'm, I'm worried about the people there, and Ted Cruz calls him out and he can't recover. I mean, the only thing he could have done or said that was less popular is, and by the way, Hillary is hot. <laughs> yes, yes. May I say in this, I, I regard this, and, and I, I may induce some head scratching here. I may have already, with my uh, uh, repeated rants about it on Twitter, But my biggest takeaway from this is the warning, the caveat emptor to our fellows, to our audience. As a media consultant who made his living with these things for 25 years, I have never been so struck as I was this evening by a presentation so manipulated by the media. And by that, I mean the audience. Think about it. When you watch a, a TV sitcom, there is no live audience. There's a guy sitting in a studio with a pod bringing up fake laughter and bringing down fake laughter, <laughs> telling the audience what's funny and what's not. And that's exactly how we react as an audience to a large degree. In a debate, no different. Debates ought not have audiences. Nixon mm. Kennedy didn't. No debate should have an audience, not not a presidential debate, because tonight, if you monitored the reaction to the various candidates in their positions, guys, I have never seen such an obviously packed house for a rhino point of view. You are so it, it right. was inverse it was absolutely, absolutely inverse to the numbers in the polls. Everybody who's at twenty three percent got booed or got a hand like this. Everybody who was at 3% got cheered like they were a returning Roman emperor. It was a packed house. It was a manipulated house. And it was meant to influence how we, the television audience, thought about how they were doing. And it was 
phony. Mike, or, or uh, uh, Jay, you're absolutely right. In fact, there were several questions where I was like, oh, wait to hear what the audience does here. And they start cheering these obvious out of nowhere. Failure, uh, major fail questions about immigration and stuff from Jeb Bush yep. and John Kasich. And I was like, okay, they've got some supporters in the audience. But, but Jay, that's also the reason I say how badly John Kasich failed. The only time that I caught the entire two-hour debate where the audience universally turned ugly and booed was when John Kasich supported bailouts for banks. I mean, it, it, it could have only been worse if he said, let's give a tax cut to governors from states that start with an O. Or if he right, said, no right. way I'd kill baby Hitler. I think he's a swell kid. Let's keep him <laughs> around. Or I agree with Lindsey Graham. I mean, these are the only I things mean, he could have said. We... That said... Sorry. No, is the only thing he could have said that would have been less popular than uh, than what he said on stage. Much as we'd like to think, Doc and Skip and 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 all of us here, much as we'd like to think that we're impervious to this, and and to many of us, and it's not our fault. This is not what we do for a living. We're we're not sitting here thinking, well, gee, are we being influenced by the fact that they're wildly cheering the people with three percent? And crapping on the people with twenty three percent, we 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 may not consciously think about it, but it it inescapably influences how people think. People did how how people performed, and it was utterly phony. The fix was in. All right, we've got the exchange here uh, between John Kasich and Ted Cruz, where Kasich basically said this, and I'm glad Ted called him out. I got more reaction to that, and we talked about that and tweeted about it than anything. And we'll get some of your tweets coming up. Use the hashtag uh, GOP debate, and uh, you can also tweet at Skip Lacombe, at Doc Thompson Show, at J underscore Severin, or at uh, Ty Johnson News, who's spinning the dials radio style for us in New York City. Listen to the exchange for the debate when uh, they were talking bailouts, Kasich and Cruz. So, Governor Kasich, why would you then bail out rich Wall Street banks, but not Main Street, not Mom and Pop, not Sabina Loving? Well, you just said an executive knows to step in and bail out a bank. You know, I love about that. He's right. It's not just about bailing bailing out banks. I mean, it's nice to be able to wrap yourself in the emotion of Mom and Pop who are going to lose their life savings, forgetting for a moment, of course, that... They had an option of whether or not to invest there or someplace else. It's nice to be able to wrap yourself in that emotion, but he's missing a major point of it. When you bail out them, you either must bail out every other bank or business or investment opportunity that somebody had, or you're only bailing out some, likely the rich people. And what happened during the financial crisis of 2008? It was finally a time after 10 years of people running to big corporations. This was finally the time for small mom and pop and Main Street once again to have their day in the sun because the failures of big corporations had finally been exposed once again. And what happened? We propped up to big corporations. It's a pendulum. Sometimes big companies do well. Sometimes small companies do well because each of them can do some things better than the other. Well, it was finally the time for the small businesses, and we bailed out the big ones and propped them up again, screwing walls or screwing Main Street. Skip and Doc, the only legitimate question, the only legitimate question that includes the word Kasich is whether he ought to be in the early or late debate for the Democrats next time. <laughs> You're right. I mean, I imagine he could have been less popular if he had said, you know what, I think we should all get Lincoln Chafee haircuts. And then 
<laughs> then you'd be all set. I'm not sure. All right, so I say Kasich, big loser. I don't mean just in the debate. I mean, he's a big loser. Uh, but certainly the biggest loser in the debate. Um, Carly Fiorina was just, uh, I mean, she had good answers, but kind of flat, I thought. Uh, Donald Trump didn't hurt She's everybody. You know, my, yeah. my comment mm-hmm. on Carly on, on, the, on Twitter was, number one, everyone's number one, number two. No, you're right. She's she's not offensive. She had a lot of good answers. And She'd she make a really herself. good vice president there right it now. That's it. Like. Skipper, Donald that's Trump, it. I don't think Donald Trump that's hurt it. his cause. He's he's out in the lead. He just has to kind of protect it. I don't think he hurt himself any. He did not hurt himself. himself. Ted Cruz did a good job. Yeah, Carson is the same thing, I think, maintained. Ted Cruz, I think, crushed it, uh, especially toward the end there, getting real passionate. Um, well, and I think I wish in this I too, you're going to start that. seeing things uh, things shake out a bit, too. With As we've talked about, too, Ted Cruz making uh, the right moves at the right time, too. Donald Trump not hurting himself, but again, not doing anything to excel himself any further. So I think you're going to start seeing uh, the people who have been really hardcore behind Donald Trump slowly start to fade off and find their, their new candidate in people like a Ben Carson, a Ted Cruz, and a Carly Fiorina. Sad thing Maybe for... that's that's the wet wet dream of the Bush family, uh, oh, and yeah. it and it may it may come true. But tonight, when we did our pre analysis today, we always say, you know, what do we need to do? You, like a coach, you know, like mm-hmm. you know, here's mm-hmm. what we need to do. Here's what we expect them to do to us. So uh, I felt very strongly that Trump needed to not hurt himself, and uh, I would opine he didn't. But I, yeah. as a Ted Cruz guy, full disclosure. I've been a Ted Cruz guy for for a couple of years. Uh, I felt Cruz, and I said so. I felt Cruz needed to put the ball up. I, for Rubio and Trump, I said, keep the ball on the ground. Yeah. Uh, don't fumble. Keep the ball on the ground. Uh, you know, a tie is a win. But for Ted Cruz, there comes a time when he needs to put the ball up. So far, he is benefiting from being a virtual pacifist in this war, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There's there's going to come a time when, you know, the, the wheel of fortune is just, he can't count on it to propel him through fortune, you know, good fortune into contention. He's going to have to put the ball up. And I don't think Ted Cruz, I, it kills me to say it, uh, but I don't think Ted Cruz put the ball up tonight. He well, didn't, didn't make any mistakes, but he didn't score any points. Well, and I think you're right in terms of he does need to put the ball up. I don't know if he's quite at the Hail Mary point, more of the point of no, having to get like no. a good 20, 30-yard no. gain if we're talking no, football no. analogies. See, I think that exchange yeah. with uh, Kasich, I think he I did. Agree. Maybe not as much as the last debate, but I think he uh, he did put up some points. He's maybe in a, not he's the in touchdown, a good place right now, I think. Goal. All right, we're going to get a quick break in. We're going to come back with uh, even some of your calls, 888-900-3393. It's 888-900-3393. You can also tweet at Doc Thompson Show, at Skip Lacombe at J underscore Severn, or at Ty Johnson News. More on the Blaze Radio Network coming up. This is a special post-debate presentation with in-depth analysis from Doc Thompson, Skip Lacombe, and Jay Severin. The Blaze Radio Network. You're listening to a special post-debate presentation. Reactions and analysis. 
from the Blaze Radio Network. And mockery. Let's not forget the mockery. Seriously. We <laughs> these opens. Right. They need to be mocked, if anything. I think we're all universally in agreement on this. I think so. By the way, we'll get some of your calls coming up. 888 It's 888 Guys, according to the uh, Blaze poll, you go to theblaze.com, who quote-unquote won, and won is... An odd thing, I really guess. Subjective. Subjective yeah, who that, gained, who gained, and who, who gained, who gained yeah. and who lost or stayed the same. Right. According to the Blaze poll, and this shocked me. I wouldn't have put him as number one, but I thought he did well. Ted Cruz at twenty eight percent. Twenty three people or twenty three percent of the people say Donald Trump, followed by number three, twenty percent of the people say Rand Paul, oh. which I think Rand did the best he's done. He didn't seem too much like a jackass, had some good answers. but Dubious it might be a distinction. Little... Yeah. I'm totally yeah, biased. Right. I'm completely off of the now. And then uh, Marco Rubio, 12% of the people. Ben he did, Carson, he well. 9%. Nobody clearly running away with this. Um, yeah. I think Rubio I, which did is better kind of than thought. the Blaze poll maybe indicates. Um, I, I believe I the Drudge poll had Trump up ahead by a lot, but that's been the case of, of it, every one of the debates so right. far. Yeah, I don't think there was anybody that just ran away with it. All right, let's get May some I calls, mention that there's a yeah. There's a movement, um, <clears throat> perhaps nascent, and, and well, it is nascent, and we may not hear any more of it, but there is a movement within the party, the Republican Party, because, again, this is a Republican primary, um, hence Republican debates, that people are saying in different states, why should the participants in the debate and where they are on the stage and everything else, why should we be doing that by virtue only of the national polls? Why shouldn't we be doing this by virtue of how they poll in our state? I mean, the South Carolina primary is for the voters of South Carolina only. The New Hampshire primary is for the voters of New Hampshire only. What about the notion, you know, of considering, and I'm just throwing it out there because I've heard it from Washington. What about the notion of people uh, in various states saying, how about good statewide polls? Because that's how they're doing in our state. And if that's where our primary is, and you know, maybe that should be a factor. Let's get some calls. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Starting off in San Antonio, Eric, you're on the post debate show. How are you, Eric? I'm doing just fine, Skip. And just to let you know, I got your Jumbo Johnson eggs ordered. Okay, your favorite Walmart <laughs> employee. That sounds like uh, some sort of drug deal. Yeah, I'm not, I'm sure not exactly sure. This is, we should uh, discuss like this Ty, off the air, Eric. Ty is involved in a fertilization program. <laughs> I, I, I do want to know. I do want to know, though, Skip. You can you can uh, message me uh, uh, offline. Um, you know exactly how you shave your head because I'm going down that road myself. Um, so, Skip, is know, this a it, secret it, it, lover? Did you give dude, him the inside number or something? <laughs> The funny thing is, too, as I actually, I, I shaved my head like I bicked it with a razor for the first time in like two years, and I used a straight razor. Dude, I cut the hell out of my head because I've never used a straight razor before. We'll discuss, Dude, man. There's a lot need, of options. You, hey, before I get to my main point, you need to find a military style uh, hairstylist. I'm pretty sure they got him up there in Arkansas. Oh boy, uh, with, with and everything else. Uh, straight razor. Oh my god, I got a, I got a woman. Here, who did uh, uh, thirty years? You sure, it's of a woman. Military haircut <laughs> yeah, with 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 uh, yes, yes, I am sure. Um, but, but but no, no, straight razor. Oh my god, it, it is the smoothest shave you'll ever get. Anyway, right. um, yes, sir. Skip, you don't you don't, Skip, you won't have this problem, Doc. I need to ask you this: Do you wear your marriage band at all times? 
<laughs> yes, I do. Okay. One of the funny things that I noticed about about this debate is that Your Honor, is there a wrong. question in our future? Yes, 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 yes. Um, one of the funny things that I that I noticed was that the front, the two front runners, Donald Trump, uh, Ben Carson, both married men. Right. And I, I noticed these little things. Neither one of them had their marriage bands on. <clears throat> Neither one. And I'll give Ben Carson a pass because he was a neurosurgeon, and you're just like. You know, you don't, you know, um, I'm not. This is why people tune in. But he wasn't even surgery This is why night, people though. tune in. I mean, you know. Yeah. Uh, so, so you think it's odd that they weren't wearing them? <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't. Um, I mean, yeah, we notice a lot of different stuff. He wants like to know that. if you guys are getting the band back together. <laughs> no, no, no. I would say that's a little odd. It does uh, it makes me question their character. I'm not sure it's uh, one of the the main things or whatever, but interesting. I speaking of jewelry, Could I want to know. Can we return to Skip grooming his head? That's more interesting to me. What uh, what was on uh, Chris Christie's yellow rubber bracelet in the uh, kids table debate? I think it's clear it was a medical alert. Bracelet. Oh, okay, very good. What's uh, <laughs> it's more calls there? Oh, let's go to Cleveland not- now and Roz. You're on the Blaze Radio Network. How are you, Roz? I have to apologize. What's wrong? Go ahead. It was my job to keep our state idiot at home, and I let him out. <laughs> Roz calling so from Ohio. Yes. Thank Cleveland, you. Ohio, of course. <laughs> the, I'm so sorry. Mistake by the lake. Yeah, yeah uh, Roz well, is a uh, native Ohioan. I, too, was uh, very embarrassed tonight by uh, John Kasich. Keep in mind, folks, he wasn't born in Ohio. He was born in Pennsylvania. Right. See, and at least Susanna Martinez right. already lost all her credibility, so I don't have to worry about her. Right. He's born on Pluto. But, oh, my goodness. I mean, I knew we were dealing with a rhino. I lived Every there. time he opened his mouth, he put another coat of paint on the welfare state. Well, you know, just, he just said, well, this. conservatism is fine. Cutting taxes is fine. Reducing government is fine. But let's not forget about... Increasing government, raising taxes, you know, right. and, and, and entitlements. And he has. Overlooked. And there's one thing that really got me, and nobody, even you guys, haven't stated it this way. He's acting like there's no FDIC. Nobody, right. yep. when you talk about bank bailouts, you're not talking about mom and dad's savings. Great point. That's a whole other thing. And nobody pointed it out. That's Except, a great point. Well, You're right. They, they would not lose it. it. The, only, the only people that would lose would be anybody that had some other investment. But you're right. The mom and pops that are just investing in the bank, they're going to be under, under the uh, Federal Deposit yeah. Insurance Corp. Yeah. Thanks so much so for the call. John we get some more coming up. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety. Yeah, Let's go now to Florida uh, can, now. And, uh, can we Caleb, afford two things for our next debate? Yeah. A, a screener and a sobriety test? <laughs> <laughs> Not sure that's going to help with Ross in Cleveland, but uh, let's go to Florida now with Caleb. You're on the Blaze Radio Network. How are you, Caleb? I'm doing well. How are you gentlemen doing? Good. What's up, what man? Up? What do you think of the debate? Uh, I was, it was interesting as they have been so far. But um, So a few minutes ago you were saying that Ted Cruz didn't air the ball out. Um, he was trying to keep it on the ground. But I thought uh-huh. Cruz threw up a flea flicker, and the ball has not yet hit the ground yet. <laughs> so there was a, there uh, On was a particular a- point? There was a point during the debate when Paul and Rubio were going back and forth about, you know, spending and military spending. Well, Ted Cruz jumped in 
And he mentioned $4 billion that went for sugar subsidies. Mm-hmm. And that right. sounded so out of place, except for the fact that Marco Rubio, being in Florida, voted for the sugar subsidies for Okeechobee sugarcane farmers. So Ted Cruz, during that spot right there, slammed the $4 billion that were being spent and said, well, I'd, I'd use that at least you know, to spend on that. Well, he so you think that could hurt him in Florida? Well, I think I, – I, well, it was just something that he said that it was just so – sounded so out of place except for the fact that he slammed Rubio for voting for $4 billion in sugar subsidies without saying Marco Rubio voted for $4 billion in sugar subsidies. And he basically turned yeah. it around and said, I'm going to – I would use that for military spending instead of going, well, Paul wants to cut military spending. Yeah, well, I think Ted's problem, frankly, is that nobody – none of us would call him Ted. We would be inclined to call him Professor or Sir. Oh yeah. And I, I just think if you, if you know, there, I, I don't like it. I don't think it matters, but it's a fact of life. You know, if you don't feel you can relate to the guy, and I, my fear is that that Ted Cruz, because he is a genius, and you know, so he can't help it, but he seems too professorial to me. You know, I, you, there is something about the common touch, and I don't yeah, think I, he's yet to demonstrate it. Right. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I was telling I was telling my wife who was watching. I said I thought I knew, you know, a little bit about the economy, and then Ted Cruz started talking, and it was like, <laughs> whoa, whoa, what? You know. So right, yeah, I think, I think he's got one of those things where where he just needs to start talking like a normal human being. Thanks so much for the comments and call. Really appreciate it. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety Got somebody tweeted at us that uh, they're not sure because of his faith if Ben Carson wears a wedding ring, FYI, because he's a Seventh-day Adventist. And he said that uh, most do not. I looked it up, and many do not. So maybe that's... Oh, I didn't didn't realize that. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know if that has... Have you seen his wife? I have not. Um, I have. I wouldn't wear it either. Wow. wow. Oh, okay, moving on. <laughs> no. Moving kidding, on now. Kidding. More calls I'm a now. Kidder, Triple eight. <laughs> Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three to Florida now and Lee. Lee, you're on the Blaze Radio Network. How are you, man? Good. How are you guys doing? Great. Hey, I gotta what say up? I gotta say that was that was uh you guys hear me okay? Yeah, we gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Hey, I gotta say I think Trump loses every single debate he does. I mean he what I feel is he an- never answers any question. He just repeats himself over and over again. And that it's would explain his being number me. one in the polls for eight months. It's true. Right. I mean, that, all joking aside, that Americans are stupid now. That's what they're looking for. Is it idiocracy? Yeah, I don't know, actually. I mean, if you pay attention, to me, it was the it, experience and knowledge that actually turned me into a more conservative idea. You know, I, I grew up what you call what I call like a Democrat by default. You know, you just grow up right. in the system. I'm 36. You just kind of I used to argue with my mom about Rush Limbaugh and whatnot. But, you know, as you grow more experience and knowledge and you look into the history, I mean, you, you grow to more conservative idea. And I just don't understand. Again, I just don't understand why Trump Lee. gets away with not Lee. answering anything. Lee, let me help but you he out does. here. Let me let me help you out here. See, my friend, unfortunately, you're with uh, me and Jay and, and Skip. Yes, and we yes. are also afflicted with this same problem, that we actually want consistency and people to do the right things, and we want it based on ideas and intelligence and platform. And I'm sorry, yes, those sir. have no place in America anymore. People are morons. It's, they want, they want these quick answers and these, uh, oh, everything's going to feel better, even though it's not better. 
That's right. The instant bromide. That's right. and we it's, really, we're, it's we're searching for the planet where this age, is the gold standard. You know, oh, no, I'm sorry. I was just going to say it's harder and harder for me. I mean, it's even more frustrating because it's harder and harder for my for me to find people my age and around me that even want to pay attention, you know, and then when they do, it's, I mean, they make these, it's, it's, it's so little and they go off of so little information without researching anything that it's, I mean, it's, it's really frustrating. You got two options here. You got two options, either accept your lonely life, kind (laughs) of like David Banner a man walking alone on a journey, or <laughs> sniff a lot of glue. You'll kill off those brain cells, and you'll be voting the other way anytime. And, and you'll you'll instantly become a twenty year old. <laughs> hey, I really appreciate it, guys. Huge fan of the whole situation. Hey, thank you, thank you so thank much. You, man. We really appreciate you. Yeah, Jay, that's uh, that's a troubling situation. I, I find myself uh, very alone many many days. Thinking about these things like, geez, how come there's not more? Well, honestly, whether or not it's that people are really just stupid, they're certainly not engaged. A lot of people don't that's, pay attention to this That's the biggest stuff. thing is that people don't realize. People don't understand anymore, too. And that's true of a lot of things we talk about, too, on a daily basis. It's people when don't have the tumult, knowledge and understanding. When there is tumult at Yale University because of imagined Halloween costumes... <laughs> On the part of the undergraduates, <laughs> that they are made uncomfortable by imagined Halloween costumes. And when a professor says, if you see or hear something that you find offensive, turn away. And they have a near riot where they almost kill the professor right. for saying this. You you really, you know, I, I at some schools, it doesn't surprise me. Uh, for this to happen at Yale, I don't know. Maybe it's even less surprising that it's an Ivy League school, but... You know, we're living in a different time. Uh, you know, this is Star Wars stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's very, very odd. A lot of us feel that way. A lot of us have known that. And uh, then inevitably the question comes up, well, what do we do? How do we turn it around? And I think uh, there's two things. You keep doing what you're doing. You keep fighting the good fight. But eventually people will learn. They will learn because of the pain. And, Jay, I think they already have learned. Maybe not to the point we need them to. But you can see a lot of little things out there happening, even just the last couple of elections, while, you know, not when it comes to the presidency, but a lot of other elections. I think we are primed for some really significant changes in a good way coming up a year from now during the election. Well, guys, the things we have always had to depend on, the conservatism, with a small C, not ideologically, just normal, small C, common sense conservatism. Uh, We've always been able to count on two things. Your first job, uh, uh, i.e., your first paycheck, when you mm-hmm. see how much the government takes. <laughs> Who is this Mr. FICA, goes, and how come he's taking so much of my money? Exactly. Everyone believes earnestly that there's a horrible mistake that's been made. And they, they go to the bursar or whoever it is and says, I'm sorry, there's a terrible mistake that's been made so on my paycheck. My yeah. And the second thing is marriage slash oh, having a child. There it is. It, those two things, either or both, turn you into a common sense conservative or they fail to. And if they fail to, it seems to me you're an idiot for life. That's a really, really good point. All right. So uh, where are we going from now, Jay? What are, what are we looking at uh, with the candidates that we saw tonight? What's going to be their immediate future? Does, does anybody drop out in the next week? Anybody that you see I, actually I, say I'm out? 
Well, I, I think that, that Kasich and Paul are, are looking into the chasm, but I think there are more important questions, and, and that is uh, uh, the reason why Bush will still be in this is money, of course, as we discussed earlier. He'll be in it as long as he wants because people just reach a point where their money people stop giving them money, and they don't have a private jet mm-hmm. anymore to do five states in four days. When the money spigot is cut off, because these people who give money like this, guys, you know, they're not making a contribution. They're making a hard investment. Investment. And if they believe that they're that it, once it turns from investment into contribution, forget it. That's that's then then you're cut off because the people are giving twenty dollars and ten dollars and eight dollars, but you can't run a national campaign on that. Bush can go for as long as his humility will allow him. You know, until he gets embarrassed. Uh, it's like the Kurt Vonnegut line. I would come home and roll around on the on the floor with the dogs, and the dogs became tired and embarrassed long before I did. It's a matter of you know when will Bush become embarrassed about being a pathetic loser but still in the race. He's got the money to do it forever. And the second question is when, and I don't think it's if, it's when, the voters, the real voters in a real Republican primary are in the end going to rely on the Buckley Doctrine. And that is, I will vote for the most conservative candidate who can win. And in the end... When they get a you know another couple of tastes of Hillary, and when they get another whiff of reality, and they think about it, they are going to care about one thing more than anything else in life politically, and that is, I'll forgive pimples, I'll forgive obesity, I'll forgive body odor, I'll forgive uh, Tourette syndrome. There are a lot of things in this date that I'm willing to overlook uh, to go out on a date, but the one thing you have to have is you have to have the ability to win, to beat Hillary. And the the really daunting question is, who in this field can beat Hillary, heads up? If you look at a lot of the statistics, uh, the most recent ones say that most of them can't accept Trump. You've seen that one, right? You saw that poll. Yeah. 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 Let me ask you this, Jay. I mean, you are a political He has the ability to for... turn... You know why? He has the ability to, to turn out and attract voters that no other Republican could ever turn out or attract. He's the freak quotient in this. Right. You know, not anybody else, but maybe Carson to a degree, maybe. But nobody else has that ability, potential ability, to draw out people from other areas, young people, minorities, people who haven't voted, because, you know, the, the, the spectrum of Trump supporters is really freaky. Yeah, you, know, you were a political consultant for years. And let me ask you, if you, if Jeb's campaign Guilty. came to you and said... Uh, tell us, you know, do you give, should we stay in this? What what should we do? If they came to me at this point, I would say, listen, do you want a political future and even possibly to run for president again? Because I don't, regardless of my feelings about him, I I don't think he's going to get the nomination. I think it's near impossible for him. And I'm uh, sorry, this is who, point. Bush? Jeb Bush, right. Um, right. If If that's the case, I tell him today, you've got to bail, pocket that money, spend it some other ways, you know, within the structure of your pack and your campaign or whatever, and live to run four years from now or eight years from now. That's that's what I tell him. Uh, I would this this and here here is the proof that I actually made my living as a political consultant, mm-hmm. and that is I would say uh, thank you for the call. As mm-hmm. soon as my bank calls me, telling me that the bank to bank wire transfer of one million dollars in cash retainer has cleared, uh-huh. then call me back. 
but don't talk to me until then. <laughs> All right. He truly was a political consultant. I think we have proof now. And right. if it doesn't, don't ever call me again. Lose right. this number. <laughs> Coming up tomorrow morning on the Blaze Radio Network, Skick and I are going to kick off our hashtag Fix the VA campaign. It's something we've been working on for months. And Good somebody has somebody actually has to do something to, to fix the VA, whether it's shut it down, turn it around, change it. We've got to get the veterans the help that they have earned, that they deserve both morally Amen. and contractually. Amen. And we're going to start it off tomorrow. Uh, it's going to be something that will last a while, but tomorrow morning we're going to ask you to watch uh, some uh, short videos that we begin releasing. They'll be documentary style, but they're short, and we ask you to share them with as many people as possible. And we have another major announcement coming up tomorrow morning as well. So join us in the Blaze Radio Network, theblaze.com slash radio. Follow us. It's at Doc Thompson Show and at Skip Lacombe. And then Jay Severin tomorrow afternoon. It's uh, Jay underscore Severin. Thanks so much, and uh, we'll see you in the morning. Keep using that hashtag GOP debate, and we'll get some of your questions in the morning as well. Jay, thanks so much, buddy. And thank, thank you, guys. This was real history tonight, and we got to live it together. And, Absolutely. Uh, for that, I'm grateful. And at uh, uh, Ty uh, Johnson News, thanks so much for your help thanks, tonight. Ty. Too. Thanks, Ty. You're listening to reactions and analysis of the GOP debate. The Blaze Radio Network. <laughs>